cold open. I just want to start. Let's just start. I just want to start the show. Sorry, if we use a cold open, there's one. <laughs> oh, bow, bow, To another fine edition of Quality Home Entertainment, the show where we only talk about the classics of cinema and the joy they bring to many. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me as always is my co-host, my buddy, and my... Film sommelier. Film sommelier. I was going to call you a, 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 a silk sling and daddy <laughs> Oh. But film sommelier I like. And I think that's the rebrand when we get real pretentious. We become the film sommeliers. Yes. Where we literally taste the movies. <laughs> we don't swallow, though. We spit. Mm, we spit out we of a bucket. Class. Yes. We, and you just hear, we lick a cassette tape and then throw it in a bucket. But it's my good buddy, Dustin Pixley. Hi, Dustin! Hi, Logan! How are you? I'm so good. So good? So ready. So good, so ready. That's all I got. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you really looked up like you were going to say more, but then... I like to do that, though. You yeah, know that. Yeah. Well, because I want to give you the space. I want to give you room to breathe. I like that. I have more room, because we... Not we. You redecorated the studio. That's true. And listen, the listeners have never seen it, so they also won't really know. They don't. No, this means nothing to them. This means nothing to them, but it is different. There's a little more room. I do. I feel goal. like I feel like I have more room. A little more I have room, more space. Right? You have so much more space around you now, because that table's not there. There was a table there, but it's moved. Yeah, look at that. You just swing. Look at. They can't see it, but I can. You swing away. Reach your arms out. Fly, baby bird. Extend those wings. But this, what we're talking about today won't be birds. <laughs> Unless you consider spiders. Birds? In which case, you're feather- very strange. <laughs> strange individual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I started that thought that way. Uh, we're continuing our summer to remember a theme that kind of exists. Like most of our themes. We're kind of doing it, but also just releasing other shit. Classic QHE, baby. That's how we do it here. And we're never going to change. Big plans, 20% the execution. <laughs> but but uh, this one, though, does it in, fit in that category of, was that, was that a movie? Did that one, did, it, did that happen? Did that one happen? And it's a little movie called Eight-Legged Freaks, a movie I've never seen until this viewing. But I, I vividly remember the trailers, yes, or at least they, the part they, of the trailer. They promoted the hell out of that one. This one got, there was a lot of ads for this on late night TV. And like network television. No, they, they really were trying to sell this movie on, on America. Yeah. But I rem- I saw a lot of, it, the one I really, really remember. I bet I know which part. Well, it's it's it, the, where they would put in the title, but it's David Arquette on the on, thing. On the tower, going, yep. You eight-legged freaks. And the title would come in and go, eight-legged freaks when he said it. You eight-legged freaks. And that's always been in my head. To, and I remember being a kid, be like, huh, they named a movie that. <laughs> Wasn't going to be named that. Did you did you see that? Did you do that little it bit of research? It was going to be called a rack attack, yeah. <laughs> which is also said in the movie. 
but they changed it. They Good did. change, I think. I they probably could have changed. From what it. I read, it was an improv, improv line by David Arquette. So he I, and clearly he improvised it on set. Where it's used in the movie is not that scene. Was clear ADR. There's a lot of ADR in this movie. Well, I mean, that's just that's movie making. But it I mean, is. Them, listen, them's movies. Okay, there's, there's a lot of not great, greatly executed ADR in this movie. For me, it's just always when there's an iconic line and it sounds like someone is saying it in the room with you while you're watching it <laughs> that's where it's just a little off i'm fine with it you gotta you gotta do adr to stitch stuff together i totally get it and sometimes it's not gonna sound perfect but when it's like when it's the title of your movie <laughs> and it sounds you think yeah i think a reshoot maybe would have been uh appropriate well in that it situation. sounded like they actually cut within the line to squish the space to get because it sounded like it had like a herky jerk like eight-legged freaks like it f- sounded like it had extra stitching done but we're getting way ahead of ourselves so far ahead so far ahead we watched that movie it's a it's a movie about spiders so i guess if you i think you'll be fine most of this episode if you if you say have arachnophobia if you have an issue with spiders we're gonna at the end we might talk about spiders themselves and then you may want to tap out but i think you'll be fine i just want i want people to know like we're not this isn't going to be no, but someday I would like to watch Arachnophobia and cover that because that'd be interesting. That movie rules. Well, that was a that was just a few years before this. Too. Yeah, that was there like ninety two or something. Little, little spider craze at the end of spiders the... were hot. Spiders were hot. Look at all them legs, hey, baby. <laughs> even Wild Wild West jumped on on the spider train. That one's. I mean, that's a whole different story. <laughs> we have no time to cover right now. But that why that even exists in that movie is great. But also, but also, the Tim Burton Superman was supposed to have a giant spider in it as well. That's what he was supposed to fight. Well, no, I know. Th- so the that Nicolas was Cage. One. So that was the story I was not covering. Oh, because that does play into the because that yeah. why it ended up because it was the same producer who tried to get Kevin Smith to put a giant spider. That's right. In the Superman he just movie. wouldn't let it go. The next movie that guy produced after that fell apart was Wild Wild West, and he insisted there was a giant spider in it. So you, so we did tell it. Okay, I was trying. I was avoiding it, but yes. Tim Burton to Superman to Wild Wild West is is a much shorter is a, is a smaller Venn diagram than you'd think. <laughs> you wouldn't think yeah. those would all go together, but, but they do somehow. Guess what? What? They got together somehow. They got together. They got together and they did it. They did it. Oh oh oh! What a wicked web we weave, spiders! I did it. Um, let's open a beer. We we're doing beers. <laughs> we are what? Speaking of. Speaking of strange connections, we have a strange connection to to this brewery, <laughs> Top and Goliath. They're a, they're a, they're a, let's call them a frenemy. <laughs> they're a big frenemy of the show because we like some of their stuff. They're kind of the sour patch kid of the show. I don't hate that because sometimes they're sour, but sometimes, sometimes they're, they're sweet. sweet. Sometimes they're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the this is a show I haven't even watched much of, but it's like, you know, it's like unjust, it not unjustified, justified. Just, you know, the, the I like the, I like the spinoff unjustified. unjustified much just, it's just wanton murder, <laughs> where no one was asking for it. <laughs> no, we're unjustified. It's it's what you know. Uh, uh, what's it was Boyd Crowder? Isn't that the name that uh, what's his nuts? Walton Goggins plays or something? Oh, is it? But he's like he's like the first villain of the show. But now nah, they keep him around. It's Negan from The Walking Dead. There you go. That's what Top and Goliath is. He's like, oh, you killed my husband, but I guess we have a show together now. <laughs> we still gonna hang out. I guess we're buds for some reason. Let's. Hey, do you want to do a spinoff with me? Do a spinoff with me in New York. But this is 
I'm assuming it's Haze Bus, but they have Hop on the. It, so I would assume it's not called Hop on the Haze Bus as a beer, but it's Haze Bus. It could be. Who knows? With Simcoe Mosaic and Citra hops. Because uh, we were talking about how they, they Surly hasn't brought back that uh, that extra Citra. That was like my favorite. No, they really boned us. Really boned us. That's, that's been my beer of the summer three years running, and I got rid of it. Uh, but it's a double IPA. It doesn't say hazy, but it is hazy. You'll taste haze. Oh, there's here we go. Hop on the haze bus and cruise along with Simcoe, Mosaic, and Citra Ops for a hazy trip not to be forgotten. Swirling notes of orange and mango flow through this... I know it's double IPA, but it looks like it says Deepa. <laughs> the real Deepa. Whip out your Deepa. <laughs> Creating a deliciously far-out flavor. Unfiltered beer. Sediment is normal. We say it here all the time, normalized sediment. We Yeah, and I, that's an agenda I've been meaning to get back on that we push on this show. Because you, you need to normalize you sediment. you got to normalize sediment. You know, it's a building block of beer. Oh, I was going to say society. <laughs> you know? One 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 man's chunky beer is another man's moral thread to humanity. <laughs> I'm open to this thing. If I can reach there. Oh, there's a clink. We made it. I like the aroma. Very good aroma on this son of a bitch. It's got a good smell. I've already had some of these and I texted you about it the other night. Not bad, a little thick. Yeah, I think no, you're you're valid on that. It is pretty heavy. The, um, the flavor's not bad. It's not bad. There is an, uh, a heavy amount of well, what the sediment is. There's a lot of hot matter in that because it, it, it kind of burns the back of your throat. Do you feel that a little bit? I don't get that that much, but I'm not, okay. a, I'm not a pussy. I'm not, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's like it says, you know, what does it say? Orange and mango or whatever. But like it, it tastes like a, it's like thick like a juice. Yeah. Like it, it is like if you had like fresh squeezed orange juice. It's almost like the like pulpy, <laughs> like that thin pulpy. Yeah, yeah. But like where? Yeah, it's got it's got you know, not necessarily chunks of it, but like you know, just when you got a thick glass of. OJ. Well, it's just it's a little more viscous than uh, some beers you're expecting. Great word, viscous. It's a good. It is it's a, a good great word. word. Uh, but it's not bad. I told you how I fixed it the other night. I just pour it in a glass and then uh, just a touch of whiskey in there. Made a little hazy. Uh, uh, can't think of the word right now. Uh, Boilermaker. Thank you. Yes. Good Lord. That's I, right. We talked about it earlier. So. Yeah, and I said it then you without did. hesitation. Just fine. But there I... Already a punchy ep, huh? You know, I... Uh, You're starting punchy. I find, too, that I solve a lot of my problems by just pouring a little bit of whiskey on it. Pour, so a, little makes sense. Bit, pour a little bit of whiskey on it. That'll solve it. It's tasting better now, but we also uh, pre-gamed with a couple of... Cool. Do we drink too much? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> moving on now. Let's uh, brush that aside. Anyway, oh, here comes a bunch of our friends and family. They have letters. Uh, <laughs> Why are they banging pots oh. and pans? That's, that's a, a very that's obscure, a very sunny specific. reference. Yeah. Goddamn fire! Before we jump into the masterpiece. That is Yate Legged Fricks. Um, anything else? Anything else going on? Anything else you've watched? Oh, not really. I mentioned I started Black Mirror, the newest season. True. I've you, been you enjoying it. earlier, not on Mike. Not on Mike. I mentioned it to you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm having fun with it. I enjoy it. I've always liked that show. Mm-hmm. It's very obscure. It's strange. The ones I've watched, I've liked. I just haven't watched all of it. I haven't watched. I, I've watched 
probably a maybe not even a quarter of the show. I'm not even sure. I watched well, the one where the prime minister fucks a pig. That's the pilot. Yeah, that was, there's some that yeah do challenge you in spoilers. Um, I've watched. They had a robot dog one that I watched. It was in black and white. I watched. What else did I? Watch? They do kind of a weird blend of futuristic and ones that just fuck with your mind. Yeah, you know that. You know. I watched the video game one with Anthony Mackie. Yes, that one was entertaining. I watched the Star Trek one. I'm just naming all the Black Mirrors I've yeah. watched. I watched the Christmas one with John Hamm. Uh, I watched. I went through a bunch of the options of that that uh, choose your own adventure. Yeah, seen. I didn't even do ago. that one. So that well, and that one you can't do on all platforms. It has to be like it only worked like on the PS4. And then I first watched it at someone else's house, and like their TV was new enough, or like oh, I think they were streaming it from their phone, so you could do it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But like on on like an Apple TV, it won't do it if it's a certain year. Hmm. And then like Roku's it won't do it and stuff like that either. But so some some adventures you can't choose. <laughs> um, what do you have anything that you were watching? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Baseball. Been watching a lot of baseball. Um, we finished Ted Lasso. Like finished it. Yeah, we've kind of talked about that. I still haven't even started that show. Like at all, or just this season? No, at all. Oh, watch the first season and then don't watch anymore. Okay, and I can do that. Yeah. That's a great way to watch it. It's a really fun first season, and then give up. Yeah. The end of it was okay. It just was like it got dragged down by just the 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 terrible nature of this whole season. So I was like, I'm like, oh, if you did that, if you did that for a few episodes, that would have been fun. But y'all but fucked No, they didn't, didn't want to do that. Yeah, and I was pretty checked out by last season anyway, so this one was really like, nah. Um Shows that did end well, and this is... Month. This will be released months after. Uh, but uh, but Barry, I know I still four. have not. But I when I start, very good. I'll I'll have it done in no time at all. I I really enjoyed uh, Barry season four, and I really like the way they ended the show. It was because one of those shows where I'm like, how the fuck do you end this? And it I is think, a tough one. It's sort of a Breaking Bad vibe where you're like, yeah, but it, like, you know, but, but Breaking Bad, you at least saw the options ahead of you. Barry was just like, a, even getting to the last episode, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you do with this. Okay. I don't know how you end this. Well, then I'm I'm very excited to dive in. Um, I think you'll like it. I'm not spoiling anything, but it's just, I think I texted you when I was watching the first, or watching that season. I was like, not spoiling anything. Uh, it's still a very good show. Just wanted you to know. It's a very good program. Golly, I think that might be it. I think yeah. I might be out of things. I don't, I'm I don't have anything else right like, now. Like we're rewatching. We just have, for background, we're hanging out at night. We we've, we've been we restarted Parks and Recreation. Oh, just been, never I a bad idea. Been meaning to do that. Never a bad idea. I've only done the one one time through, so I've yeah. forgotten way more than I'll ever remember. So I hadn't started from the beginning. Like we we just recently did like because it was on something. But then all the episodes, excuse me, just really bitch slap my mic there. But and you know, like all the episodes are on like YouTube TV. So we started like somewhere in like three or four, you know, when like Ben and Leslie were already together and stuff like, you know, and then just watched till the end of the show. But it's been a long time since I started the very beginning because season one's pretty rocky with that show. I was going to say that's one that doesn't pop off right away. I will say though, going back, there was better stuff in it than I remembered. From that first season, because okay. I really haven't watched See, it yeah. since it premiered. Was the last time I really watched season one. I would skip season one and go right to season two when they got their shit together. It's probably been a good ten years since I've visited. So yeah. no, I need to. In fact, uh, Megan and I were just talking about calzones today. How delicious! Hey, they are. there you so, go. Yeah, 
Maybe that's a sign. It's like a pizza sandwich. Yeah. Well, beyond that, though, what I've watched is David Arquette fight big spiders. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about that. Let's fucking talk about that. And now, your feature presentation. Warner Brothers Pictures presents the biggest, <laughs> nastiest mutant spider movie of all time. Oh yeah, this is Get back, wait-legged freaks! Legged Freaks, directed by Ellery Elkayem, who, spoiler alert, didn't have much of a career. He, no, he didn't go very far. I think 2010 is his last credit. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. I can save this for a second, but a lot of this, I didn't realize this because I looked at what he did after this. Which is he did like straight to DVD sequels of Return. He did two Return of the Living Dead sequels in 2000, both in 2005. Um, and then he did a Without a Paddle straight to DVD. I sequel. did notice that, yeah. He was like the king of the sequels direct straight to DVD. His movie right before this was a movie called They Nest, which was, I believe, a remake of The Nest. Movie we oh, watched the, for the, June Bugs. I wondered. I saw that the the was it the nineteen eighty five? Yeah, that one banger that we watched. Yeah. I believe the, it doesn't like stay on its page. But I remember seeing on the They Nest page or the, the Nest page saying that They Nest was a takeoff of it. Which watching Eight Legged Freaks, the, I got a lot of the Nest vibes. Yeah, so this motherfucker just remade the Nest twice. What a fucking hack! <laughs> Anyway, directed by him, uh, again, that name was Ellery Elkayem, uh, co-written between him and Jesse Alexander, who went on to do TV writing, wrote for Heroes, Alias, or was a producer on that, uh, staff writer for Star Trek Discovery, Hannibal, Heroes. Yeah, a ton of TV work. Yeah, it says here, too, he was the, he became the showrunner for American Gods in the second season, but I know that show was churning out showrunners left and right. No one really had a, a, a stay there. Starring David Arquette, Carrie Rorer, Rorer. from Anaconda. That's when yes. she was on our show last. Scott Tara. Don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, you do. That's Mini Matt Murdock, my friend, from the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Oh, is he the kid in He's it? He's the kid okay. in it, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even know who he is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, this movie also has Doug E. Doug in it, who I adore. Um and a young Scarlett Johansson. She looks like she would have been like 17, 18. In this yeah, movie? I think she was. I think she was about that age. Yeah. I looked her up. She's only four years older than me. And that's a that's a that's an ouch. Uh <laughs> uh but yeah, because I it's one of those things where like I I know she had a teenage career, you kind of forget. And like she looks so much just like her now. You know what I mean? Oh, you know. Yeah. So it is. She weird barely just, changed at all. Yeah. So it is just weird seeing like just a. I think the only thing that really changed know. is her voice. 
Well, yeah, her voice got a little smoky. Definitely developed, yeah, as she got older. But it's like, like face, like face wise, like it, like it just it looks like you almost like photoshopped her face off and put it on a teenager. A little, it's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> it is a little strange because she, she, well, and also great casting of her because she plays Carrie Wurrer's daughter. They, they do look they a lot alike. I, I had really that do. same thought when I saw Wurrer and her. I was like, actually, you know what? That's not bad. Because when that showed, though, I'm just like, I'm like that's actually... Because I, I didn't realize it was Carrie Wurrer at first. And so I looked it up, and I was, I'm, like, I'm like, is Scarlett Johansson's, like, mom or aunt an <laughs> actress, too? Because like, they, they have the same eyebrows. Like, it was weird. And there there's a lot of facial structure yeah, that was very similar was like, with those really two. That's, like, really good casting between those two, actually. Um, Tom Noonan's in this. Tom Noonan. He played the, the spider wrangler in the beginning. He's also the ripper from uh, Last Action Hero. He's also, uh, he was the original, I guess, not Buffalo Bill, but the original Red Dragon in Manhunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first version of, of what was based on the Red uh, Dragon book. I believe it's called Tooth Fairy, is it not? That movie? He's the Tooth Fairy in that one, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's the one that has um, Brian Cox yep. was the he's first, the, he's the, the original Hannibal Lecter. And uh, William Peterson plays um, Will. Will, yeah. What's his last name? I can't remember his last name. It's going to bother me. Oh, well. Ironically, 2002 is the same year that Red, Red Dragon, Dragon came, came out. out. Yeah. That is a little bit. Yeah, it's just a little bit of trivia. Because I was only only because I know that because I was looking through a list of movies that came out in 2002, which I will save this for later in the episode. Because I was trying to figure out who was actively in movies at that time and who would be better in this movie than fucking David Arquette. I'm not a David Arquette hater. I think you can use him well. He is wrong for this movie. Do you know what he's doing in this movie that I don't like? I don't know what he's doing in this movie. I think that's the fucking problem. <laughs> well, no, he's trying to be Dewey from from Scream. Oh, he's straight and up. It's not Dewey. working. No, it doesn't. It doesn't fit. Well, he's trying to be too brooding for a while, and then when he's when things get energetic, then he just turns into Dewey, and it it doesn't and it doesn't work. And that's a big problem with my movie is this movie has two competing tones that it won't decide between, so it kind of just sticks in the middle and makes a bad movie. But it's moved by big old spiders. Do we want to talk more about numbers? I fucking love numbers. So uh, budget is about thirty million dollars. Uh, yeah, thirty mil box office, forty five mil made a profit actually worldwide. Opening was. Four million. He's going off the dome for this, by the way, everybody. Five hundred eighty-four. I so I don't I don't have that. Okay, it's somewhere around there. Oh, wait, and hold then on, hold on, hold on. Say it, so five million four hundred eighty. No, where'd you even find? I don't even have the page says. Where'd you find those numbers? Oh, IMDb had them all. Okay, I'm not on IMDb, but somewhere around there is about four and a half million opening. Okay. Domestic was seventeen million three hundred twenty-two thousand six hundred six, and then yeah, worldwide is about forty-five million. He could be lying about this, and I don't even care. Was, Look it up. I'm not he, lying. I'm not gonna. But he was, it was fun watching you think so hard. You were really, you were really in your mind palace there to find all those I numbers. To, I had to dig very deep. Well, you, you've challenged yourself now. Now you're trying to get, you're trying to be extra numbers guy because you're usually yeah. pretty good at. Memorizing those weird number things that you read once, so you're trying to you're pushing it. You're trying to challenge yeah. yourself now. Came out July seventeenth, which was a Wednesday. It did come out July seventeenth, which is strange. Which is a... <laughs> I 
We used to do research and write it down. Now I love that you're just trying to memorize. I really want to Rain Man this thing, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we're really seeing where your where your mind's at the further this show goes on, because I was not. You were naming numbers I didn't think of. I was just surprised the movie made any money at all. at all yeah um which there was talk of them doing a sequel but like uh, it the, did it got scrapped they made a, uh, well, a pc all, game which was kind of weird yeah i know politically correct no <laughs> <laughs> bullshit <laughs> yeah they made a game well and then everything said like they they talked about doing a sequel but the only articles i could find just said that they oh, were God, okay. old web pages they were just like they're gonna do one they didn't well let's hold the phone a second did you see uh, who else was a producer on this movie Dean Devlin? No, Roland fucking Emmerich, oh, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Well, the poster says in big old letters from the producer of Godzilla well, and Independence. And it sounds Day. like he was pretty well involved in this one. Like it wasn't just like a, a stamp. Like he he was helping out quite a bit. Well, yeah, from what I saw too, is he like they saw a short film this guy made. Yes, and the liked director it, made and Roland Emmerich specifically really liked it and wanted to to make it which like you know he's doing all these throwback disaster movies so why not do a throwback uh, like, monster movie yeah. drive-in monster movie which did you notice yes. that there was a movie we have covered in this vein them them baby i did see that i knew you'd notice right away well, right too. away i saw that i'm like what's well, them and it's like always a thing of like not that them's a good movie but it's like don't put a, a classic movie in your bad yeah, movie don't. like but um, well, yeah, if you go back to that movie and you'll hear me talk about my love for this type of movie from that era, specifically the 50s. Um, so I love movies that do a throwback to it. But the problem it is, is this did not quite do it's that. It's a, well, because it, well, you have to, how would you word it? It's like you have to do something specific. It's like, you, have to, you know what I mean? You have, um, I, you have to aim at something very specific. Okay. It has to be done delicately in the right way right and it's right. really the only way to do it how I'm would you say sure. would you it, it's like trying to get something small yet yet flimsy and malleable but, okay interesting what but, would that be exactly though? I, I, I guess i'm trying to like picture uh, inside my brain what i don't know it wouldn't be like a hard object and not like a bit like it was something something thin something flat, you know, like, uh, like spaghetti like a like spaghetti like a small rope small um, rope okay and then you're trying to get that through like a small, I guess, opening a hole of oh, some kind. Okay, and you're trying to, and like that, therein lies the challenge of like you have to, you have to perfectly get it in there for it to work. Um, oh boy, I just don't know if there's a phrase. Are we talking about croquet? No, that's a sport with mallets. Okay, and okay. a ball and a. You're lawn. right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. That mm, that sounds like something else though. But hmm. Mm. I well, wonder what that is. We'll just have to leave it. Uh, we'll just have to move on because there's no time for this. Uh, but yeah, there, you have to. There's, there's just, there's a lane you got to stick in to do a movie like that. And some have done it well. Like I, like uh, a movie we both really like, Slither. I think it's kind of a great. It's done very much in that kind of, you know, because the set of that movie is a fucking meteor yeah, yeah. lands, and here's the sci-fi, a drive-in sci-fi movie kind of happens, but they do it their own way. I think, um, uh, yeah, because I think with that one, it, tonally, it's a lot different than this movie. Well, because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. it's still a horror comedy. That movie is. That one's just very, very gross out, very... Yeah. Very gooey. And that's the thing. This movie, I think, I th- 
Honestly, it comes down to it's got to be wetter or less wet. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't quite decide. They couldn't decide. And they, they kept want- picking on one guy. They wanted one guy to be one, extra gooey. This guy they wanted to make it was all Yeah, it was, the, it was the deputy. They wanted that yeah. deputy. They wanted him gooey. Rick Overton, who was one of the brownies in Willow. Okay. The taller one who's not Kevin Pollock. That's him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The one who's always barking orders, the little guy. Yeah, that's him. That's Rick Overton. I think he's a stand-up too. But yeah, the uh, the, but the the gist of the movie is is hey, what if spiders happen? <laughs> That's like all the all these movies. Uh, well, I'm also gonna try really hard to not compare this to Piranha 3D because I know like, that'd and be I way too. I'm gonna too. really try hard. Oh yeah. Luckily though, it, uh, it reminded it brought them into the movie. The movie them. The town looks exactly like the town from Bats. Doesn't it look exactly like that fucking town? Absolutely. Almost Even the, the setting, because it's in the desert again. And like the exact same diner. It looked like the exact yeah. same. The nest was a bigger, I got big, the nest vibes. I know they're pulling from so many movies. Well, and that's like very much its own staple. Small, sleepy town somewhere, monsters attack. Like all those movies, like them. Like the giant Gila monster. Like... Yeah, uh, and of know, course, it's uh, so radioactive material gets spilt onto a road. That's, this movie starts very promising. I like the way this movie starts because right away you have well, it, it's classic, right? It uh, it feels right. You got a barrel of toxic waste yeah, flying got, off a truck. You got a, you got a, dry, a guy driving along a big old truck. He's got toxic toxic waste barrels in the back there. He's jamming out some Dougie Doug. He's yeah. on the radio. Yeah, Dougie Doug, and I love his role in this. So movie. he's my favorite part of this entire movie. Oh, he's the best character in the movie, hands down. Okay, he's a conspiracy theorist who has a, a, a I guess, just like an open air. Yeah, radio it feels like show. it's like a public radio. He's he's on AM for sure. Well, it's like kind of like pirate radio because he said he just puts it on like the antenna that's on their mall or yeah. put a signal on. So it's just a pirate signal, <laughs> like radio <laughs> show of him just talking about conspiracy theories. But what's also great is in the be- very beginning of the movie, he immediately gives you some like uh, uh, exposition on the town. I know you must be saying to yourself, well, what, is this, what is this fine and enlightened brother doing in this godforsaken landscape? Well, I'll tell you. It's the truth what brought me out here. Because this is the only place in this country where I can tell you the truth and they can't get me. That's right. Right here at KFRD. Freedom Radio, the only source for the inside dope on government conspiracies, space aliens, and up-to-the-minute reports on when they plan to invade. It's a beautiful morning here in Prosperity, Arizona, and it's time for America to wake up, people! And it doesn't feel forced. It feels like he's just talking about what it's like to be in that area, name checks the town, you know, kind of stuff. This truck's driving along with the the toxic waste in it. And what I love is a bunny runs out in the road. The guy swerves to miss the bunny, which launches... One barrel. One barrel. Because you think I'm like, oh, he's going to crash. Nope, just one barrel. Bloops out. <laughs> yeah, they do. They keep that nice and subtle. Just yep. one barrel of toxic waste. See you later. Lands in a creek. And then it's one week later. And then we meet, uh, what's his nuts? The Tooth Fairy. What's his name? Uh, you just, you, Noonan. Oh, Tom see, Noonan. It seems like once you say the fact once, it's immediately erased from your brain. Yeah, I can't hold on to it's it for kind long. Of a, it's kind of amazing because you will you will throw out specific dates to movies when we're doing this, and then I can see you etch a sketch and just shake it. Yeah, away. they're gone. <laughs> Do you know how much effort it takes to it's, hold them it's, in? It's a real one use piece of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> because you looked around almost as if I invented a person that I brought up to you. <laughs> can't remember his name though in the movie his character um jo- joseph 
Joe, um, don't tell me. It's I know mm, it. I do have it. Well, now. you're looking at it now. Well, yeah. Um, was I close with Joseph? Is there a J? Yeah, in there's there? a J in there. There's a J. Is it start with a J? Yeah. Joshua. Joshua. Because hey. I have a note, and I'm like. Does Joshua not own nail clippers? Did you see that man's fingers? Well, they try so hard to like set him up as creepy, but then immediately are like, oh, him and this kid are friends. Because we, this kid then rides past his bike, and we see the, the barrel of waste in the water. Well, we, first, we see creepy guy. He's um, collecting crickets. Collecting crickets down. Crickets down by the crick. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we see the kid ride by on his bike, and he goes to, I wrote it down, it is... Oh, where did I wrote it down? It is Joshua's Taft's, Palace Taft's, of Love. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Taft's Exotic Spider Farm. Oh, in Prosperity, Arizona. Oh, there is one one good joke in that very cold open where Dougie Doug is saying he's like he's like I just tell the truth. I'm just talking about the truth. He's like you don't make money from telling the truth. Gandhi never made money from it. Mother Teresa never made money from it. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, he did, did really right. well yeah. for himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's a good little Scientology joke in 2002. That was old. Hey, yeah, that was that. way. I'm surprised they didn't get sued. I'm surprised this movie got made. Yeah, that's why it didn't do as well. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. You're getting real Dougie Doug with this. I like it. Listen, we don't, we don't make money from telling the truth here either. <laughs> if anything, this has been a money and time suck. Absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't cost us that much. Just the beer. But we go to Taft's exotic spider farm, and that's where uh, Joshua, the the uh, the spider wrangler, proprietor of this, this spider shack of sorts. Yeah, he's got creepy long fingernails because he like the kid gets startled by a spider, and then he comes behind and like puts his hand over his mouth, and the kid's like, "Joshua, you got me," and he's like, Haha. "They do set up like this guy. I I can't get a read on him because there is like a." Well, then you get a real like lonely vibe from Joshua too. A real once, lonely vibe, and once the kid leaves, once he leaves, man, he's sad. Well, and the guy like gives like kind of a longing look. I'm like, are they doing? Is he just playing it that way, or like, or is he just is he just like is he is he simple and he yeah. just like having anybody come around? It, I, the vibe did catch me weird. It was a little all over the place. Yeah, there wasn't a real through line of Joshua. Yeah, but luckily Joshua's not in the movie for long. No, I think he's even uncredited in the movie because they kill him so fast. Correct, yeah, because yeah. he shows the kids some of spiders, which I, again... But then what they do, too, with this, though, they yeah. use this um, to j- just do this huge exposition dump on all the spiders, But it doesn't how f- they're going to come back, yeah. but it's not too bad. I mean, It doesn't feel like an exposition dump. It just feels like, I'll oh, get a load of these spiders, but it's actually showing you, and I, I, I spotted it right away, and that's why I was like, this movie had a promising start, because right away they're just like, oh, this type of spider, this type of spider. I'm like, oh, it's telling us all the spiders we're going to encounter in this movie. That's fun. I like that. Of like, oh, here's this type here. Oh, the trapdoor spider. Oh, these ones they do this and bring the prey to the female. And I was like, well, that's the that's the big yeah, like, we're at the gonna end. see. Yeah, we're gonna see all this. And that one even gets a name. There's a big old spider named Consuela. He named it Consuela. He right? did. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's the only spider that gets a name. There's another one that is name checked in the Wikipedia that like the spider has a name. And I'm like, no one calls that spider any name. It's just like. They just named the. Tarantula. They just wanted to name the tarantula. The tarantula something? had a name in the Wikipedia entry, and I'm like, no one calls it that. No one, no one even calls it out as a tarantula. <laughs> like, just, they really don't. They never say the word tarantula, no. which is strange. Aside from this opening, I guess there's one other time they they like name check spiders, but but uh, but he, he says he's been feeding them these crickets that he's been finding these big juice crickets. And he's like, my spiders are getting so big, and he's like, I'm gonna make a fortune. And my question is always, how? 
<laughs> yes, you're in a very tiny town. Okay, that, how though? How does this um, how does this translate to lots of money for you? Well, it's the old adage we always go back to in the show is the underpants gnome theory. Yeah, yeah. Step one, big spiders. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 These are the, the, the spider pants gnomes. Nope. Um, <laughs> it is funny how applicable that applicable that is to so many plots, so many schemes and movies. Of there's always yeah there's 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 that step B that's really left out. It's very crucial <laughs> and never gets brought up. Of like, but then how? Okay, all right. I don't know about that. Whoa, spooky. But uh, so spiders are all big, and they are sometimes computer generated <laughs> in this first scene. Uh, but then one it seems he just leaves. It looked like it was the tarantulas. It was. It was tarantula got out and just crawled on Joshua's shoulder and was going for a ride throughout the whole scene. But it was just kind of open. He just left it, and it's like I don't like. I'm not a spider guy. I would, I've never had a desire to own a pet spider. I think having pet spiders is... I don't want to say weird, because if you love them and you want to raise them, great. I don't see the appeal, is how I'll phrase it. So um, my sister's ex-husband had one, and it lived in my house, because he went to the Navy. Mm, that sucks. It does. So unfortunately, yeah. my sister thought... It would, she found it really fun to let this thing crawl all over me. Oh, no. I don't have a lot of memories. I was very young. Yeah. But enough. And it's like, I'm not... It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I, especially, too. I love animals. Even the creepy crawlies. I got, you know, I can have an affinity for anything. I've never been like, yeah, I want that on me. <laughs> I've never, I remember going to like the zoo and they'd let, like, they'd have a tarantula and they'd let it like crawl on people. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I just, I'm okay not knowing what that's like. <laughs> I'm just okay with it. I don't need that. No. A no. snake? I'll touch a snake. Yeah, I'll touch will. a snake. Yeah, all, I know you I'll will. touch a snake all goddamn day. Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> I'll put um, it in my mouth. But I. But a spider. Yeah. Yeah. Now they. Uh, listen. When I when they catch me off guard, they creep. They creep me out. Well, and tarantulas, their fangs are just too big. They're huge. And even though they're always like, they're like, ah, oh, they won't bite you. I'm like, but it can, and it looks like it can bite me real good. Yeah. And I'm. I don't need it. Snakes can too, but I. I. You know, I see their mouth. I know their mouth's doing. Spider, I'm not even sure what its mouth is. Yeah, right. What even is a spider mouth? It's underneath. You it's cannot underneath see there. it. There's a mouth underneath the mouth, and I don't like that. I know it's not technically what it is, but it's how it looks, how it looks, how it feels. Plus, they don't chew their food. They liquefy it and drink it. Yeah, it's... get get some damn teeth. <laughs> no one for spiders. You got these fangs, but no teeth. That's stupid. Get some teeth. Get some teeth. Get some real get teeth. Some teeth. You got two two fucking teeth. If you want my respect, you get some teeth. Okay, fish. I get it. Some of them have them. Some of them don't. That's okay. They seem to be making it work. Salamanders. You're on notice. <laughs> I'll allow it because your cool tail thing you do, but just know you're almost on my shit list. For not to, this is the worst tangent I've ever yeah. done on the show. This is a worthless. Do we want to talk about birds? <laughs> Don't even get me started. They make up for it with wings. They do. They I will fly. say. They fly. I, you don't need teeth if you have wings. This is the worst bit. We've. Why did you let me do this? I don't so know. Long? Why did you just, let me talk about this sometimes for so I just, long? Sometimes it's like sweet jazz and I just want you to go. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like most jazz and it's not great. Yeah. It's just, it's just bothering people trying to have a nice <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's that look from the table. I just, just on a date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't know this was a jazz club. I didn't know they were having a guy tonight. I didn't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> um, the spider fucking bites the guy. <laughs> well, and then when it bites him and he spins around, then suddenly there's spiders in the ceiling. Just like everywhere. It seemed like they were all waiting for their moment to leave. Which they wanted to eat a guy, so why didn't they eat the kid too? It seemed like they were waiting for the kid to leave and be like, and then we'll kill the guy. Like, not the kid, not the kid. Very confusing. Hey, we've got morals, all right? Not the kid. Yeah. Um, and then it goes another week later. So we jump another week and we get two week later title cards. I thought that was a little strange. I didn't hate it because it, it, okay. it was just because they did it fast and dirty enough to be like, here's this. And it's like, so we're not going to, yeah, a way to be like, now, guess what? In that week time, these spiders got big. <laughs> you know, I, di- I didn't mind it. If you're not going to have the spiders grow throughout the movie and you want to just jump to that. I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah, One way to do it. Uh, and then here comes old Davy Arquette rolling into our movie, trying to be cool. He's always trying to be cool. Um, is he? I think so. He's always trying. But yeah, I didn't say he was exceeding, my friend. I just said he was trying. He goes and talks to his aunt. Is that actually his aunt? Do we ever find that out? I don't know. They they try to uh, pepper in all this storyline that doesn't really matter. Well, his dad used to own the mine, and so the town is falling apart. Yeah, and the mayor. Did you get some Mayor Vaughn vibes off of him a little bit? Like oh, they were trying sure. to. Yeah. Okay. Well, like once they brought in the mayor and the the fucking toxic waste, because at one point he says, "It's like they'll find out we're storing waste here." I'm like, "Well, this is just the nest. That's the plot to the nest. That is too. Literally, it's the exact same fucking plot." But like, yeah, this town's failing. They built a mall, but then the plan to bring a freeway through got canceled. So this mall is just a big money suck that no one goes to. No one's there. Um, everybody's trying. People are. They have. They have a town meeting right away where everyone's like. There's some sort of corporation that wants to buy them out. I'm guessing that was the the whoever's well, storing the the toxic waste. That's yeah, my yeah, yeah. guess, which was also the plot of the, the nest, because um, the corporation wanted to just buy out the town and get that's everyone out right. of there. That was part of it. But yeah, they're having a meeting. It's all or nothing, essentially, is what what is told to us. Yeah, they got to buy the whole town, or like not everyone, because some people are just like, why can't I sell and leave? Like it's got to be all of us or whatever. Which then the mayor's trying to keep everybody there. Well, and I love the one joke where they're like, they're like this money suck of a mall. And he's like, yeah, they're like that ostrich farm. And he goes, hey, great meat, though. <laughs> and that comes back later at the very end of the movie. He's cleaning up and he just, he just goes, great ostrich burger. Yeah, it's when like, he's at the mall. This ost- these ostriches just became the cash cow, like became the full <laughs> spectrum of food in this town. <laughs> they only eat ostrich. That was an excellent ostrich burger. Wow, well, thank you. There's a motocross gang of kids. There is. They're just they're hoodlums. That's where we first meet um, ScarJo. Which I didn't realize she was in this movie. You may have mentioned it to me, but I totally forgot. And I didn't see her name in the credits anywhere. And then it shows her. I'm just like, is that, I wrote that ScarJo? Question mark, question mark. I didn't realize. Um, and her, she's, she's very teenage. She's very angsty. Very angsty in well, this Well, this would have been right before, what was it, Ghost World? No, that's not. Is she in that? Not Ghost World, no. She was in that, what, Slackers or whatever, the one where um, Chris Evans is in it. They're trying to steal test scores. Is that what it is? I guess. I thought she was in Ghost World. Wasn't it her and and what's-her-face from... I thought that was her breakout. I thought she was the friend in that. Listen, you're probably right. 
I'll look real, real fast. I want to say she was. I think that was like her her breakout, and then right after that was lost in translation, and that's what kind of like put so her. So Thor Birch is who you're. What's what, her face? Well, no, but wasn't she? She wasn't. Yeah, she, she's in. Scar yeah, she's Thor Birch's friend. She's her friend. Yeah, I couldn't think of Thor Birch's name. Yes, she played because Thor Birch is like the main girl. Yeah, but she's like the secondary. She's like the second lead of that movie. And then Lost in Translation would have been shortly after that, right? She's probably in her early twenties when she did that. I think she might have been like nineteen when she did Lost in Translation or something. Yeah, she kind of came out the gate like real hot, and she's still pretty darn hot. Um, I was gonna have you fix that wording, but it seems like that's what you intended. <laughs> well, because she had been <sighs> so many credits because she was on. in a couple movies before this too. Like she was in some like she like almost a genuine like child actor. But she really broke out in her late teens, uh, like right before her twenties. So she was in she, North. She must have had a little bit uh, part in North. The Elijah Wood movie, uh, a movie called Just Cause. Looks like Sean Connery's in it. Okay, sounds dumb. Now is it Just Cause or is it Just Cause? <laughs> uh, Manny and Low, classic. Uh, pregnant teen and her younger sister run away from foster homes and kidnap a woman who they believe can help. With the pregnancy. Terrible title for a she, movie. She's oh. top bill, so I think she was the hey, lead in that. There we go. Um, so or movie... was it one of the ones that was released way later? <laughs> After she was famous, they were like, oh. It could be, hey, we got this on hey, the show. Hey, this has been sitting here. Guess who's in it? Scarlett Johansson. Uh, she was in The Horse Whisperer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so you had Ghost World in 01, and then 02 is Eight-Legged Freaks. Okay. Then right after that's Lost in Translation, 03. So bing, bang, boom, and then she... Then... Oh, the perfect score. That's what I was thinking of with Chris Evans. Um, yep, okay. Man, she's in a shit... Oh, the island then was in 05, which wasn't huge, but I mean, but still... But that was already 05. Doesn't it feel like she ages 10 years between... That's yeah. crazy. Wow. I mean, I guess... She... So this is 02... She would have been, yeah, she would have been like 18 then when this came out. God, by the time you get to 05, though, she already feels like late 20s. That's crazy. Yeah, huh. she really uh, she really grew up fast, actor-wise. But, but, but I mean, like, not even just skill level, but like she just like, maybe maybe, maybe the smoky voice does some of that. Yeah, maybe, maybe just some of the roles you... she's taken to are a little more mature. Well, that, yeah, that, but I, I, I do, I'm wondering now, maybe that, you know, gives you a little bit of like, you feel like you got a little more world under your belt. When you got a voice that's got a little gravel to it, and hers isn't bad. She's not like Kathleen Turner, no. like, you know, like but, you know, but she's got she's got some some smoke to it, just a little bit. You what know are what you mean? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know either. We're, what are we, we doing? What's happening here? We used to be good at this show. I don't think we ever were. No, 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 no. I will, I will stand and say we were. We used to be good at this show. We it has slowly gotten away from us. We have I think I think we are constantly trying we're constantly trying to shed the the shackles of format, yet all we do is put more format on us. At every turn, we create new bits and new pieces of formatting when I think really we just want to talk for a while <laughs> and then end the show. I think we want to do a show that has no structure, but we're constantly being like, here's the structure to the show, and here's our theme for the for the summer. And really, it seems like we just want to talk for an hour. We do, we do tend to just work as hard as we can to not talk about the movie, specifically. While structuring our whole show around talking about a fucking movie yeah. that we don't want to talk about. That we don't want to talk about. 
let's sprint through the plot because I do have thoughts in this movie. Yeah, okay. That Which I, isn't hard. There's not a lot. Not a lot goes on. And I have a little game of how do we fix this and with who is a big part. All was, right. Hey, I'm ready to run, my friend. This movie's only an hour and 40 minutes. It feels double that. It feels at least it feels at least like two the, and a half hours. The second act in this movie is terrible. The first act starts strong because it does. It gets it out does. that information and introduces our characters, introduces our town. It's got a nice little like tremors feel at first, you know, of like here's the quirky folk in town a little bit. And, and then, then now we can talk about the part we discussed before the show. We're gonna do a three, two, one about why this goes off the rails and oh, when it was it was what moment we both gave up on the movie. Yes. Okay, all right. So it'll be three, two, one, say it. And we're just and I guess just try to bluntly name the moment okay. when it happens. Three, two, one, the cat spider cat thing. fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yes. Yes. This is where the movie I went like, oh no, it's it's a Looney Tunes movie? What the I fuck? I truly despise that part. Because so, so, Rick Overton, uh, who plays the deputy, yes, his cat, he, he's doing home renovations, right? At midnight, and he's just—he <laughs> seems to just be sawing into the drywall with no real goal. No, he has no idea what he's doing. At first, I'm like, is he—is he hammered? What's happening? And then, and then his wife comes out, and he's like, "Well, you told me to fix this," but she's super annoyed. It makes no sense. She's like, "Not now, you dumb shit! You're just making <laughs> holes in the wall too. at midnight. What are you doing?" Which leads to a really funny part. We'll talk about that after, but. But then, yeah, so the cat goes in the vent, which is apparently a reoccurring thing. Well, because the cat sees the spider. There's a big-ass spider. It's our first view of, like, a big spider. Because we hadn't seen one yet. No, we haven't seen a giant one Because even once it showed us the shack and his, uh, uh, the guy's, Noonan, his uh, webbed-up body, but it's just dragged away. We don't see. Right. But we know, like, ooh. These, that must be a big spider. These things are right. getting bigger. So and it's and it's like this. It is like the size of the cat. It's not like a huge, huge spider. Yet, no, no. But but b- bigger, bigger than I ever want to see in a spider. Yes. Ever. Yes. <laughs> if you saw if you saw a spider that size, you'd say wherever these are indigenous to, I'm not living there. I don't care. <laughs> I'm now burning this house down. Yeah, just in case there's more here. I don't. I don't. Because not only I, I'm good. I was gonna move either way, but also I don't want them to have a house. <laughs> But then what happens next? Uh, well, then we, we we hear a fight, and we literally hear a fight. It's the most annoying thing, because you hear sound effects. Bing, bing, bong, but then the bing. worst thing on the planet happens, Ugh. and we see the imprint of a cat face and paws pushed into the drywall in the most cartoonish way I've ever seen. Like a literal Looney Tunes of clung face plant. And then you see with a spider, and too. The spider. They have a fight in the vent, and you multiple of like... Well, you even hear like... Ping dong, ping dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, and then and, and then also with that, the spider is now making noises. Yeah, you hear the spider going, and once all the big spiders come in the movie, they don't stop doing that. They're constantly going. They're gremlins. They're they're gremlins. They're gremlins. Sound alarm. But but anyway, well, I'll get to that point in a sec. But yes. That was where I was like, oh, no. I believe, what was the, I wrote down, oh, I wrote down, that cat fight was lunacy, is what I wrote down. It was the only wording I had, was just calling it lunacy. I just put, it was pure trash, and I truly hated it. That's what I put. Because I did. I hated everything about it. It just. It wrecks the movie from then on. It broke the movie. For me, it broke, and it happened, it's like, it's like 20 minutes in or whatever. So it literally is at the end of act one. Yeah. Oh, no. And then this is, then the movie does like. I don't know if it if it was just like now my investment because I saw that I was like oh that sucks 
so much. Your first like sp- giant sp- spider sighting is this Looney Tunes cat fight. Oh, it truly takes the wind out of your sails as far as yeah. the expectations for the rest of the movie. Because I was honestly kind of digging the movie, and you had texted me and saying like, "Ugh, boy, I don't know." And I was like, "I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of liking it. it. Feels throwback to like those types of movie. Two of them, and then shortly after that, it shows them them." But I was just like, I'm like, oh, you know, this is kind of, I could have something to, oh, <laughs> shit. And then from there on out, I just kept being like, ugh. Yeah, because then they keep doing scenes uh, like that where you're like, just, no, don't. Yeah. Don't. All, they replace all the horror with silly. It's it's just pure. It's just over the top silly. That's not even fun. It was, and then this is where a big problem is like, but then all the big spiders. So then after that, then fucking giant spiders in the town. Um, yeah, I think people, the first, people, all the, the pets go missing. That's people. the start. And then the first big spider chase we see is a dirt bike uh, scene. Actually, it's pretty funny though when Scar yeah. Joe does tase her boyfriend in the balls. Chase him in the balls. <laughs> I did actually like that. Um, <laughs> and then he pisses himself right after. There is one good joke leading up to that where, not leading up to that scene, but it's before that where Dougie Doug is ranting about aliens. Oh, because all the pets are going missing. He's like, oh, it's the aliens. They're taking pets. And he's like, and oh, like, the anal probe. He's like, like, it's such a down the middle <laughs> joke of like just talking about anal probes, like, ha, aliens, anal probes. But then he, <laughs> he's just like, what's the point of them? He just goes, he goes, by Why? The way, with the probes, what are they looking for? <laughs> it, that's why he's truly my favorite of this movie, though, because he's the best part. Well, because he's a true comedian. Yes, he's an actual and he funny knows person. how to like yeah. do timing and, and the jokes actually land yep. with him. He is a funny actor who knows how to time things. Uh, but yeah, I just and then it, it like cuts back to him and he's still talking about. It. He's like, I just don't. He's like, they're not going to get me. He's like, but it's like I just don't know what it's for. Why do yeah. they do it? And he goes, he goes with well, a dog. What do you even? Whatever. I don't. <laughs> he like goes down this path and catches himself being like, I don't know. I'm talking about dog anal probes, but I am. I just I don't get it. I don't get like which is the thing. There's no proof of this. He's just convinced himself as aliens. And then why would they do that? Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then his mind immediately goes to probes yeah. of the anal variety. Yeah. Which is it's, like, it's such a down the middle, like, alien abduction joke, but I love the question of going, what are they looking for? What's in there? What do you want? What are you learning from this? It's a very good joke. I love just questioning out loud the purpose of an, while still believing they're fully going to do it. There are aliens coming and they will anal probe me. I just don't know what they want from it. <laughs> Why? Why? Guys, explain to me. Maybe it's, you know, listen, I believe in science. Maybe I'll be on board if you tell me why. Let's talk about the anal probe. What is that? I mean, what's, what are they looking for? I mean, it's just wrong. I mean, I mean, Skippy didn't do anything to anybody. I mean, he doesn't deserve that. I mean, what are you going to find in a dog's... You know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just wrong. Um, I did like to... Um... Yes. So after the cat fight in the vents, uh, yeah, we we I also we just, I just can't illustrate enough how bad it looks. It's oh, it's disgusting. Go Google it if you can. Just cat eight legged freaks cat spider fight and it continue. I'm but sorry, the, but it just like no, it looks so no. Bad. I understand your your uh, disappointment in that scene. The part I like though too is that like then the deputy calls the sheriff or she calls him and he's like, well, she left me <laughs> all over that whole situation. <laughs> Cat went in the vent. Something ate the cat. And he's like, something ate the cat. And he's like, yeah, that part too, he just does not seem to care that the cat was eaten. 
it could have redeemed it a little bit if there was a wide shot of him like walking across the room and you saw the indent sticking out of the wall. I maybe could have been sold on the joke a little bit of like he's not even paying attention to these. So the fact that there's <laughs> a spider indentation. Yeah, but they decided, no, no, no. we yeah, don't need to do that. Because you see a perfect spider indentation too and no one thinks about spiders for another 30 minutes of the movie. No. When there's a, the cat, the cat's clearly getting some licks in on this spider. Because there's a full spider, like, torso that also has a perfect imprint coming out of the wall. Yeah, no one questions that. No one. No one's like, I thought they were going to be like, what the fuck is this? Like, no. It was just a Looney Tunes moment, to, but it's like... It, it was just a bad gag. They yeah. decided to put in the movie. But then his wife left him because he was... <laughs> I don't know, because he's, cause he's doing construction at midnight, probably. Yeah. And then... And he's also on the phone. And he's like crying, and then he says on the phone. And I, I was, I think this might have been like an improv, but this starts a problem that happens in this movie a couple times, where because then he goes like, because he's like eating ice cream, like crying and eating ice cream, and he goes like, hey, you know, I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm just a little mucusy right now. And I'm like, that only works if she knows you're eating that, right? Like if she saw you eating it. I'm like, you didn't tell her. Like, you're using you're using a thing she can't see as your excuse for crying. Cause, yeah, because she questions, are you crying right now? And he's like, no, I'm lactose intolerant. But, like, but she can't see what you're doing. So you just saying you're lactose intolerant out of nowhere. She's like, cool. Makes zero sense. Also, I don't think it makes you mucusy. It makes you shitty. I don't want me a mucusy out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. But, like. And that happens a couple times in this movie where characters reference things we, the audience, knows. Right. That's, a, that's the other problem. They're talking to us. But that character didn't learn But that. if we're in that world, they don't know. Because there's a big one at the end where I'm like, that doesn't make sense that he would know that. I know what part you're talking about. Which was, listen, uh, On three. <laughs> three, two, one. Consuela. David Arquette saying Consuela, yes. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said it, I'm like, no one has Wait, mentioned the no, name. No, you don't know that name. That was said once at the beginning and never again. You don't know this spider is called Consuela. You never met the man who named her that and then died. <laughs> Uh, there's a few of those in the movie. Um, this note isn't helpful about anything we're discussing, but uh, just Scarlett Johansson has a big POD poster above her bed. Oh, that, that was the day, though. There was POD. I also saw a Kid Rock American Badass poster. It was very, it was very 2002 artist. I can't remember. That looked, I'm not sure what the other ones were. I'm sure there was... Probably Corn, 12 uh, Stones, yeah. um, Fear Factory. <laughs> I don't know, probably bands like that. I'm sure Papa Roach made its way Pop, in there. Oh, I, I guarantee Papa Roach is one of those. Had to have been. We'll have to go back. We'll have to go back to the tape, see if it was Papa Roach. Oh, wow, my notes really jump. You can tell, yeah, you can tell where I got annoyed. You can tell is like they're, they're, they're pretty like beat by beat like scene by scene and then after the cat fight they get real <laughs> they get real sparing and i really tried i was like i want to take some good notes and then once i saw it, i'm like well fuck that i have a uh, grievance i would like to air out there air that grievance i didn't like man. the score of this movie at all it's a john ottman score and he's um, done some good work i looked I, through and i was pretty disappointed i'm to me i'm betting that was a like a genre other Okay. It felt forced. Is what I'm gonna, it felt I'm gonna like. tie your grievance into my main grievance All with right. this movie because I, I, I think they're intertwined. I don't think they knew who they were making this for. No, because it seemed tonally and like all because all the spiders being like and having like every the spiders always have little comedy bits. Like I said, they're like they're like they are gremlins, so it seems like it's almost made for children. But these spiders are constantly killing people. Constantly, 
and in very horrifying ways. But there, but there's no blood or anything. But well, no, like, they got to keep it PG thirteen. But but also they look too realistic, and I feel like right, they're not very cartoonish. I mean, the CGI is not yeah. good, but they're not cartoonish. But there's moments where the CGI is not bad. Like when they're not in just when they're not just fully lit. No, there were a few scenes. There's some scenes where I'm like, that's a good looking I, CGI. Like spider. the uh, tarantula outside of the uh, Dougie Doug's trailer. Yes, well, I the was other very ones too. By that. The ones like running through the headlights. When you only see them for moments, and they get to be cloaked in shadows a little bit. But it's when they just have a flat lighting, whether outside and they're doing like day for night kind of thing, or or just in the daylight, they look ridiculous. They look good in that they're big, like they look realistic looking spiders, but they just they don't fit into the background. But when you have that like shadowy stuff, they kind of fit in the world a little bit, and they look all right. But if you're going to have these big realistic spiders, which are scary looking. Spiders are scary looking. That's why people have arachnophobia. They're very scary yes, looking animals. Apparently spiders are scary. But then they're running around doing shtick and going... Like they're, they sound like Jawas. Yeah, you, you immediately take away a lot of the scariness of these spiders. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't... Because I'm like, that's... It seems like the humor is for kids. The visuals are going to scare children. Right, because kids, even even kids who are like kind of into creepy crawlies, you don't want to think about walls being covered in spiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. I, I, so I'm like they they should, especially since these are uh, you know bio you know biogenetically enhanced spiders. You could have made them just look otherworldly. They could have just looked weird. You know what I mean? Not be like just large, realistic looking spiders. Yeah, if you, if you were going for that kind of movie. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. you want to do it that way, where you want to make them kind of a silly presence, even though they're scary, but you want to make it kind of, you want to make them kind of goofy, then don't make them look like realistic really spiders. Really terrifying spiders, yeah. Photorealistic spiders. Don't do that, because photorealistic spiders are terrifying. And especially if you think of them being the size of a dog or horse, <laughs> that's awful, Right. Now, if you're going to do them as realistic, big-looking spiders, then, and this is what I mean of these these lanes, either go, either, either so, so path A is gremlins but spiders. Okay, do that. That's fine. But do more unrealistic gags, too, in the way they kill people? Yes. Make, make, the, make it slapsticky. Make it kind of silly the way it happens. Make it gremlins, too. Yeah, you could have done a lot more funny kills. Yeah, because even the first Gremlins got some more seriousness to it. But like, th- that movie's silly. It works as the as a monster movie. It's not a horror movie, but it works as a monster movie of these monsters taking over and anarchy happens. That totally works. Make that movie. Or if you're gonna make them big realistic spiders, I need to see some blood. I need to see some people. I well, need to. I need to see fear. I need some. Say, I want some tension. I felt no tension in this movie. Yes. Yeah. This this movie. It wasn't a horror comedy. It's a straight comedy, but the but the visuals are too upsetting to be funny. When you have a bunch yeah. of big spiders, yeah, it's like you like you mentioned, just it, just murking most of the townspeople. And anytime they just like jump and wrap their legs around somebody, I'm like, because it is gross looking. And it's like, so now imagine just like especially when they grab some. You don't have to do like hardcore gore. I think it'd be good if you did. But even but even just like when it grabs one, a splash of blood on the wall. Like yeah. just just give me. That's what I mean. This movie needs to be wetter or not wet at all. But then also you have the spiders getting like torn apart and yeah, we oozing. get a lot of we, we get a lot of green goopy 
Yeah, at a point, though, but not right away. It takes a while to get to No, it. we only have two and main then, scenes that I can think of with the deputy. He's the one who gets covered twice. He gets gooped a few times, and it's like, do either do either do the slimy, gross movie, because even two, honestly, even Gremlins 2, pretty slimy, pretty, gro- pretty goopy. Pretty goopy. It's a goopy movie. It's a goofy, goopy movie. <laughs> you can do that. So you, you can be goopy either way, but then more wet, make it bloody. Give me some blood. Give me a little bit of gore. You don't got to go like slither gore. Give me a little bit. Give Something. Me, give me a little bit. Of, give me. Give me some limbs getting yanked off. Give me. Because then they do it too when they go into the mines and they find where they've taken all of like the bodies. There's some like horrific images there of like people. Who yeah, have been people clearly, suck dry. But yeah, <laughs> it's like again, pick, way too dry. Pick a movie. Pick the movie you're making. And it's like I'd be one thing to be like, oh, the silly tone was forced by the studio or something, but the way the movie shot it is, it's filmed to have bits. It's all bits. There's too many, too many bits. That's the other problem. So There's I'm like, no, this. I'm bits. like, this motherfucker was making a slapstick comedy, but with arachnophobia. He gremlins too to arachnophobia. I don't quite get it. <laughs> so I think part of what feeds into this problem as well of what we're talking about and it's something we haven't talked about enough in this episode, is Sir David Arquette. (laughs) Yes. Former world heavyweight champion of the WCW, David Arquette. That's a real thing that happened. Oh, absolutely. No, he's... I watched a documentary about his wrestling. It was entertaining. What is it? David Arquette... I cannot remember the or you name can't, of it. You can't kill David Arquette or something like that. Yeah, I think called. something like that. Yeah, because he which got, he did almost die in that. So. We did, but he yeah, because he got into a real like. Because well, he, he well, tried to it? do some of the semi-realistic, and he got hit with a uh, like uh, the ECW shit. He tried to yeah, do. one of those uh, like fluorescent light bulbs. Yeah, cut a big old chunk of his neck, <laughs> yeah. and he was. Yeah, a lot well, of it's like because he wanted to like prove he was a wrestler after after him winning the world heavyweight champion as a stunt. <laughs> As like a casting like promotional oh, yeah. stunt. He, uh, but then he's like, he the, needs to be the, a real wrestler. Well, the amount of hate he received for that too, which uh, warranted. Yeah, I mean, it was. I know it wasn't like totally his fault, but like he. Sorry, you are the face of the death of WCW. Anyway, um, <laughs> listen, folks, it's real to us, so whatever. But David Arquette, we haven't really talked about his character, Chris. Chris, I think, yeah, Chris McCormick. Yes. Yeah. That's the name of somebody else, too, because they said it in the movie. I'm like, who is Chris McCormick? Is that a guy I know? Is that a musician? Oh, there's a... God, there is a McCormick out there. It's an actor. Hmm. Hmm. But he he left town a long time ago. He's back. He's the son of the guy who used to have the mine, who was... Who they didn't make clear for a while was looking for gold. They just called it a mine. They did. No, we at the very very end. He's like, know, oh, there way it is. later. There's the gold, and I'm like, oh, it's gold this whole time. I didn't know. You because even, even when they talk about um, concentrating their efforts in a certain part of the mine, yeah, they just say the ore. Yeah, they don't say what they're looking for. Yeah, because I'm like, you could be mine. Are you? Are, it could uh, be coal. It could be silver. It could be. Could be it could be oil or natural gas. Yeah. Could be like you could you can mine for a lot of things. Yes. And then at the end they're like, "There's the gold." I'm like, "Oh, they've been looking for gold this whole fucking time." Didn't know. Well, um, and then they delve out the stupid love story part that was way too forced. Him and, and the sheriff had a thing, and and he's trying to tell her the whole movie what happened. He left town, which like, and which I actually I didn't. I mean, I hated the way they did it, but like the movie makes it very clear of like what happened because they mentioned her ex-husband and stuff. I'm like, oh, he probably caught him cheating and 
because they mentioned him beating him up. And so then she just calls it out at the very, very end. Like, I get it. You saw my husband cheating on me, so you beat him yeah, up. And you, your dad told me. But you didn't want to, you didn't want to ruin my, my, you know, tear my family apart, so you left town. And she's like, I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. We're in love now. Sure. Um, you know that classic tale, Logan. Yeah. Where you beat up a woman's husband. Yeah. You leave town. But when you come back, you fall in love. Yeah. Well, it's when you come back to reclaim the mind that's not producing anything <laughs> in the, the dying town. Did you hate, too, that they put so much attention on his little baby goatee that everyone said looks so bad? Yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. I don't get that like, either. Shave your, shave your goatee. Like, yeah, there's... <laughs> Shave that terrible beard, and it was like the smallest goatee I've ever seen. A chunk of the movie is like, stop looking like David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> really? Can you please not look hey, so you, much like David Arquette? Can you look less like David Arquette? Well, because that's when he, he rolls with the goatee, and it is, it's the Dewey goatee. Yeah. Like, it's the Dewey facial hair. Or I guess in the first one, it's just a mustache. I can't quite remember. I can't remember. But it's the, it's the David Arquette facial hair. But they're like, fucking look less like David Arquette. Shave that shit off. You're like a short. Yeah, it's a huge plot point is to get rid of. You're like a short Eric Balfour. <laughs> uh, how's that for an early 2000s reference, huh? Ooh. Huh? When when he first comes in the movie, he's doing like a a brooding Clint Eastwoody. Yeah, he's very thing. angry to start, and very just like, no, yeah, I'm not taking it. And then once the spiders start, then he turns into a clown. Then he's like, oh my god, what? And then he then he is Dewey from the Scream movies. It is like. Uh, this is a uh, again a big part of the tone problem. I think yeah, he's seems, a big part of I it. I think I think it, it is very glaringly obvious. This is a brand new director who didn't quite know what he wanted to make, and also probably didn't know how to wrangle in actors. Maybe yeah, because I feel like everyone else is playing it straight enough that I'm like, this could be a fun movie if you just played it as a matter of fact. You know, yeah, because everyone's playing the reality of it of being like, the fuck is happening? Like you know, and it it works. But he couldn't. He could not wrangle in David Arquette. He just, yeah, David Arquette just does not. And I'm I, again, I'm not a David Arquette hater. I've forgiven him for his role in the WCW. I, you know what I mean. I, I've seen him in stuff. I like him in. No, I liked him in plenty of roles. For for roles for him though. Roles for, but it's got to be the right role. He seems to have kind of a niche, and he does he's, very well in it. Yeah, he's got to have the, the 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 right corner, and he does. He he leaves that corner a lot. <laughs> but it's ah, David. David, get back there. Get back there and be Dewey. We like that. Get back there. Get back there and do that. We'll let you out every now and then. But you're not. You come on. You're not. You're not Patricia. You're not. You're not. You're not Patricia. Let's just call it. Let's yeah. No. You're not Patricia. You're not Rosanna. <laughs> you're not. You're not Alexis. <laughs> Could never be Adam Sandler's sidekick. No. No. Okay. Just stay over there, bud. You are the least versatile of the Arquettes. <laughs> do you think like he? Got like a really big head when he married Courtney. Courtney, yeah. I I think it's just he got some heat from some projects, but I, I think he was one of those actors that Hollywood didn't quite know what to do with. I, I think the I don't think he got a big head with marrying Courtney. I think actually him marrying Courtney Cox gave him more gave him more heat just because like now like you're marrying one of the most right. famous. So now people he's on under TV. A, now he's under a microscope. So I think which is the I think I think with. It was kind of a perfect storm in the late '90s for him. Of like, Scream was a huge hit. He was in a couple other movies that got some notice, right? And then he married Courtney Cox, um, which was a big deal, you know, because the friends were people forget they were the most famous people on planet Earth for a while. Like hands down, like you people we forget how famous Every, you they could you truly could go truly were probably anywhere in the world yeah. even without TV, and they'd still just be like Rachel. 
Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They were the most. Everyone wanted to know what their personal lives were like, and then the first one to get married out the gate marries fucking Brad Pitt. So you're like, well, the, these friends are gonna be huge. And the next one's David Arquette. And you're like, ah. <laughs> okay, you good for you. You did a thing. Good for you, Court. Yeah. You know, but so, so I I think he's just one of those guys they didn't. Well, and I think they didn't too, quite um, know what to do with he. He never got away from the 90s, like the rom-coms, which he sort of excelled in as well, as being that really goofy character in those. Uh, like, never being kissed. Yeah. Yeah I, guess, yeah, I guess he was in that one. I, that one I never actually saw. But, like, he's he's a great... He's a great second lead. He's a, Or, you know, he's a great friend. He's a great second love interest. He's great in that corner. Yeah, he, he was. The, you know what? He was the John Cryer of the late nineties. There you go. How about that? He was the Ducky. He was the Ducky. He was the. He was too. Ducky, Dewey. It's all right there. God damn. Right. All right, and we're back. We're back, and baby. we're back. We found it. We're back, baby, and better than ever. Uh, but you know, yeah, he really filled that role. And then he went and did Eight Legged Freaks, his Superman four, and it was all over. <laughs> Like that poem? <laughs> That's pretty good. It's Superman 4. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even the brightest John Cryer's burnout. <laughs> um, yeah. See, he just needs those two and a half men. He never found his two and a half men. He didn't. He didn't find his Charlie Sheen. He focused on wrestling. He needed his just down the middle sitcom to really take her home. That's what he need. Honestly, it would have been great for him. It really would have. It would have been great for him if he had just gotten like a good, like just doofy sitcom. Just a half hour long sitcom. Yeah. Him and fucking Jerry O'Connell doing something. Ooh, that's actually a great combo. That's a great sitcom. That's it a, is. That's a great early 2000s CBS sitcom. Because Jerry's handsome enough. Jerry, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. He's the handsome ladies. They're, they're, they're old college buddies. They're, they're, they're forced to be roommates again. It's literally the plot of Two and a Half Men, but why not? Fucking do it again. Who cares? Yeah. Fucking do it again. It'll work. <laughs> Even they have to go. They have to go back and finish their degrees, and they have to go live in the dorm. There, boom, <laughs> boom. Jerry O'Connell, David Arquette living in a dorm together. I'd watch that sitcom. I'd watch a few episodes. Be like, is it funny? That I'd be like, ah, they're all right. Do we need to write a few, few episodes? Get it, get it kicked up to someone, or is it too late? Has have we passed that prime? <sighs> the the, the, the multi cam. It's kind of out. It is kind of dead. But yeah. if we're gonna if we're gonna contact anybody about it, it's the creator of Two and a Half Men. And he's the guy still trying to make multicam sitcoms. <laughs> Chuck Lorre. Chuck Lorre. That's the guy we take it to. Hey, what if your show but different guys? And I'm sure he'll go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. I was. I was. I know we're not really describing the movie that much, but once the big spiders, the, once the big spiders just come out and are in the movie, they they do just appear places. There is no rhyme or reason. There is no, you know what I mean. It's not like a they're attracted to blank. Oh, we found out they are tunneling through blank. No, they just show up everywhere. They show up in windows they're everywhere. They're just the first appearance. Yeah, like you said, the motorbike chase. It just literally, Scarlett Johansson tases her boyfriend in the balls because he's getting a little too handsy. He falls out of the car. She drives away, and then behind the truck on the hill it's are a just bunch of spiders. So many spiders. And the kid's like, oh, shit. And then they do a big hopping chase. Yeah, and then one just shows up at her house. One just crawls in her window. Because they couldn't resist the opportunity, too. They're like, ScarJo, can we get you in a towel? Yeah. And she's like, great, yeah. That was where I saw that, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, they were immediately sexualizing her, and she is like 17. And yes. This, and it's like, it was like, uh, cool. Mm. Mm. I don't like that. I didn't either. I was like, no. 
This movie doesn't need that. Well, she's a. I think she's a weird one for me too, because like I'm, I'm more attracted to her now than I ever was when she was like famous in her twenties. You know what I mean? When everyone was kind of like Scar Jo Fever, I'm like, yeah, she's good looking. No, she's gotten hotter. I yeah. I see she's her now. aging like a fine wine. Yeah, she's she's being in my... one year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is she looks better than us. I, they, we just appreciate women more our age. What a they, stretch! When they really keep it together. Uh, no, but because yeah, she was never. Because I remember when she came out in the scene, everyone was like in love with her. I'm like, she's fine. I never really had like a. Th- I, don't I, think I ever did either. Truly, no. never did. And even when she started being the Marvel movies, I'm like, yeah, I guess I, I get it. It's only now that I'm like, oh, okay, I see you, Scarlett. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why now it's when it, it became. Uh, it's because Wes Anderson. That's why you saw that trailer. I, it might be because she married Colin Jost. And it could like, be because you're like, like, oh, you like, like oh, funny guys, huh? She's in the fucking dorks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and listen, I know he's a good looking cat, but like, <laughs> he was a dorky writer on SNL and he, he didn't have Scar Joe. So you're saying there's a chance, Scarjo? Like just, I know that I don't kidding. have a chance there, but like when when I'm a little bit in her wheelhouse, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It could be. The thing I'm attracted to the most is when a woman is attracted to me <laughs> as a self-hating narcissist. <laughs> that is, that's my bread and butter. Oh wow. Oh, you like comedy writers? Well, mm. oh, okay. That's got to be. She was married to Ryan Reynolds. She married Ryan Reynolds. I saw on. I looked her up, and she. They were married in like 2008 or something like that. Before. What is his deal? I don't know. He just likes to get married, and then he's I mean, found. He's fine Blake, which is great. It's a Hollywood thing. I before mean, yeah. that, though, like Alanis, he married Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the dude was married like three times before he was 35. And listen, I was working on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I didn't know that. I never knew they were together. I had no idea. And I was like, oh, geez. Interesting. And now to be like, I mean, at least the, that that was back when he was still like kind of just like skinny guy. Because now imagine like being with like like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively got divorced now. And like the way he looks now, and then yeah, I'd go for it. I hear you saying no, but I mean like then dating her after that, be like, but like man, he was a piece of man. At least when ScarJo was married to Ryan, he man's what it is she just likes kind of little noodly dorks. Yeah, <laughs> he got too buff for her. She's like, nah, I can't do it. Nah, oh, you're doing Blade Three now. Nah. I liked when you looked like a sketch writer. Hello. <laughs> What's up, little guy? You telling your jokes? <laughs> Moral of the story is, Colin, don't work out, my friend. Mm. Don't work don't out. Don't start. Um, David Arquette. <laughs> I mean, what more can we say about Sir David Arquette? So, here's where that I, I wanted to... Or I, I guess I was... I keep... We even went into this saying, like, we're going to be more on track. We did. And this is... I think the worst we've ever been. Probably. I think this yeah, is the worst. Some of the worst jumping around we've ever, ever done. been. Much like a little jumping spider. We're all over the damn place. But yeah, spider, 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 spider. Everyone meet at the mall. Spider, spider, spider. A lot of new characters are introduced once we get to the mall era. Way too many. I wrote down at a they, point where I said, Norman's getting a lot of notice right now. This They introduced this character, Norman. Is it the redneck? 
No, he's the guy who works at the mall who's got the glasses. Yes, Norman gets a lot of play. Also, there's a redneck with a beard who's at the diner. He gets a shitload yeah. of play, too, for some weird reason. It's the guy who escapes out the back with all the... Yeah, because I'm, like, yeah. I'm like... I'm like, who is this guy? Literally, they're doing his escape scene. I'm like, have we met this guy That's what I, I'm like, why are we so focused on this man that we've never seen yet? And then he gets a clean getaway, and then he's at the mall, and then suddenly he has like lines, and he's talking to the main characters. I'm yeah. Like, who the fuck are you? No, truly, they're introducing all these people we've never met. And then they keep name-checking this Norman, who his bit is he's got two different pairs of glasses, and he seems to be nervous. Because they do the same gag twice of him putting glasses of like a blurry figure, yeah. and then he puts his glasses up. Oh, it's spiders. By the second time he does, I'm like, what the fuck else do you think it is? You guys have been running from spiders for the last 30 minutes. What do you think the big what, thing is? What were you expecting, Norman? But the mall also has a back entrance that leads directly into the mine, you know, like a good mall do. Everything seems to have an open doorway to this mine. Yes, the the city is an open mine entry. Anywhere in this city, you can get into the mine. Because literally a garage in one of the, like a garage door in like the loading dock of the mall. Because remember the kid break, because the mayor's son, who is also Scar Joe's boyfriend. Oh, uh, stepson. Stepson. He rides his dirt bike after the big spider chase into the mine and then he's just in the mine for this also the he seems to be running on an endless uh tank of gasoline in his endless. bike because and he, just, he even says i've been riding around all day all day just through these mines so also this seems to be a horribly planned mine no wonder they never fucking found anything because <laughs> it just seems to be errant tunnels across three counties <laughs> And every home in this town has an interest. <laughs> of- yeah, there's no, there's no clear access point. There's no clear like this seems to be a goddamn mess of a mine. They probably passed the gold three times before they fucking easily found it. Well, there was a hole open to it, and he's like, "Oh, he did find it." I'm like, "We well, didn't tell anybody." <laughs> did he get lost? He down sure there? kept it to himself. That should have been the thing. He maybe found it, and then he just got lost and just starved to death in this mine. Um, but yeah, because I, yeah, I have this note. Just this fucking kid is still in this mine. Because it would cut back to him like, you're still in this movie? Why do I care what you're doing? And he's just driving around, running to spiders. Yeah, just piss piss pants. His pants have been pissed. He did He did piss his pants when when, uh, when Scar Joe shocked him. He pissed his pants. Yeah, then everyone goes in the mine. And then once they're down there, they can't use their guns. Because of the methane. Because of all the methane gas. Which, that was also an error. Uh, natural methane does not have an odor, I believe. I don't think they smelled it, though. That David did. Well, no, in the beginning, he's just down there and goes, there's a lot of methane gas. Well, did you also notice brings that it up a lot. he's like, he's like, there's a lot of methane. Men, we're going to mask up. We're going to be safe. And then the very next scene, one of his workers down there with just some like face covering. He was also saying it while they were in the mine unmasked. <laughs> yeah, there was just- and he's like, guys, a lot of gas down here. <laughs> really be safe, huh? Really be safe. But ignore everything I'm saying and go down by yourself yeah. with just, just a cloth over your face. Yeah. And he's it's like, not really how you um, protect yourself against uh, n- noxious gases. Yeah, I think you need an actual oxygen source if yes. you want to be in a tunnel filled with gas. Because if a tunnel is filled with enough gas, it means oxygen ceases to be. <laughs> Plus, all that gas, I know it was just, it was spider farts. That's what it was. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You can challenge me on that. That's fine. But. No, I was more just thinking about what I wanted to do with the f- spray, the phrase spider farts. Like, is, that a, <laughs> is that a band name? Is that... Is that is it like a new dice game? <laughs> I think it's just a t-shirt of Hot Topic, like- <laughs> to be honest with you. 
Is that what we call Tim Burton's bad movies? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, spider fart. that's a real spider fart. Of a movie. <laughs> we can now. <laughs> yeah, they're down there and they uh, they blow up the fucking spiders. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And then it ends with a Dougie Doug uh, outro. And he's like talking about eh, spiders. We know the truth. He goes, but as for uh, Chris finding the gold, that's another story. And then he smiles, revealing that he's got gold in his teeth. But then it does a hard red wash on his face. I'm like, why the fuck do you do a red wash when you want to show gold teeth? Because now it just looks like different red teeth. You don't do that. You 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 want to have like a, a a white or golden light on it. You want to reflect gold well, off of the camera. You can't do at that least if you do a just, red wash. Just have the gold like do its bling. You know, like if you yeah, if you're gonna do that, if we're gonna be this like outlandish, do a yeah, do a Harry from from uh, Home Alone. Do a little bling, yeah. little sparkle. But like if you're he's got three gold teeth, and it's only when he opens his mouth to smile and say that line, and then it goes. <laughs> they do this harsh red wash on. I'm like, well, it doesn't look gold now. Why would you do that? This movie truly didn't know. Why the fuck would you do that? What was going on? You're trying to show me gold teeth and you colored it red. Why would you do that? I get he's got the red on air light in there, but you turned it up <laughs> once he smiled. Why would you do that? And that's and then it plays a, a moody cover of Itsy Bitsy Spider, which yeah, which also gave me. I can't remember what shark movie we did that did uh, oh, Jack the Knife. Jack the in knife it. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. I feel like it was Bait, the Australian one. Oh, you might be right. I think it might have been that one. But do you, okay, do you know who was. Joe Deluxe is? Because uh, that's who did the song. Joe Deluxe? Yeah. That sounds like a made-up person. He did one other cover of another movie. I was looking into it, but I didn't do enough research. Okay. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I'll look it up now. Oh, I, I thought you had the other... I thought it was leading into what the other cover was. Yeah, you wish, dude. Did he do Jack the Knife? What if it was... Or Mac the Knife? Is it Mac the Knife? It's Mac the Knife. Mac the Knife, yeah. Thank you. There's Jack Knife, but Mac the Knife. While you're doing that, I'll do... That that's that yeah that's, that's a crisp nice. one. Okay, uh, we've switched over to some Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Oh, it's Joey Deluxe, by the way, not just Joe. He he prefers Joey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a song on the um, Godzilla soundtrack, so he must be bros with uh, Roland with Emmerich. Yeah, Broland Emmerich. Broland Emmerich. Anyway. That's it. That's his two credits: Eight Legged Freaks, Godzilla, Joey Deluxe, Joey Deluxe. Um, I now want to get into the thing I've been teasing for 30 minutes, my David Arquette conversation, because it's bad in this. We've covered it, but I just wanted to finish the movie out of the way, but I did want to talk about, and again, this, so this, this is my little eight legged freaks multiverse I've created. Not where they branch off, but, but different versions of eight legged freaks based on the different tones you could do a real madam web of this movie yeah who would be better than david arquette but specifically i was going off of who was working and could front a mid a mid-tier budget movie you know like a a, this because this is like 30 million dollar they only make movies for that price anymore feels like they're starting to come back a little but still not quite there they don't really they only make them anymore like a mid-budget so not like an a-lister right so you can't get like like at the time I was like the, the big A listers of that time of like two thousand two are like Matt Damon Ben Affleck you can't get, yeah they Brad, can't Brad Pitt you can't um, get them to do a legged freaks no no you can't have them do that right? no 
So I'm trying to think, like, who else? So it was, Ooh, it was uh, funny that it was the one I was looking so up. So what lane are we in? Comedy or more action? You pick one. I, cause I've got answers for each. Okay. Of each tone. Because either way, you want them to be comedic movies. You know what I mean? Even the more slimy, even the more horrific one, you still want to be... Because you're doing kind of a... I, I guess for me, it's either you either go Gremlins 2 or you go Tremors. You yeah. know what I mean? Tremors 2, or Tremors, the original Tremors, is a comedy, but it's a really good, like, you know, condent, you know, contained horror movie set, you know, with a great setting. There's some slime and gore to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's also really great bits that are it's small also, and they're perfect. It's a really funny movie, right? Because I think if you do this movie too serious, then it plays like Bats. Where Bats is so serious, where you're it's, like, yeah, it's it takes right. itself entirely too serious. Those sci-fi originals, but like the early ones, where they like, they were playing it so serious, but it was so shitty. You don't want that, so you want it to have a sense of humor. Okay, O two, O two, okay. So, so now this is the same I'm, year because why I thought Ryan Reynolds, I thought that initially. This is the year Van Wilder came out, so he wouldn't have been on the docket. I also don't think he's right for it. No. I got one that's a little more of the serious side. Tell me. Uh, Josh Hartnett. I like Josh Hartnett. I, I thought of him as well. He had a couple movies come out this year because I was going through just 2002 yeah. movies. I'm like, who's He was working? a little bit bigger around this time. Well, because this was, because Pearl Harbor was a few years before this. So it was 99, 98, 99, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so th- in this year, in 2002, is when he had 40 Days, 40 Nights. And then I also believe... I think there was something else he was into that year. Um, oh, no. I was thinking Rules of Attraction. He's not in that. That's uh, James Vanderbeek. Okay, I got one more. Tell me. More of the action side. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. See, the problem is, though, this is right after X-Men. Yeah. So I don't think he would have done something like little this. too, little too big. He wasn't quite like A-list yet, but, but he was... He was on his way. Yeah, he was going to do some... He was still serious, Hugh Jackman. Took him a few years before he started getting like a sense of humor again. Yeah. Although a couple years after this was a, or was it right before this? When was uh fucking Kate and Leopold? That was like right after. That was like two thousand two or something. That was like right after X. I think so. Also maybe maybe he would have played. I don't around. know. Maybe he would have played. Now you know what? Now I'm saying that he might have played around in this space. I don't think anyone would have thought of him. No. But that maybe could have been. But I'm picking more of the serious side. Not quite as much comedy, but he can do some bits. But, but again, are the serious one still has to have a sense of humor to it. Because I was also thinking you can go the route of like making it very genre, kind of silly. A person I thought of, and who, who was like, his star was waning a little bit, but was still working. Christian Slater? Yeah. And here's the thing. I think you do Christian Slater. I think you also recast the sheriff. It's not Carrie Wurr. As much as I think she's doing a good job in this. I'm not tearing her down. But I a pairing I thought of that I liked was Christian Slater. And then the sheriff is played by Vivica A. Fox. Okay. And I thought of that. And I'm like, that feels like a weird genre movie of these two kind of not A-listers anymore. You know, he he, yeah. he was off of the A-list. She had still, she, she never just, cracked it, but this is around when she was still trying to. Yeah. She worked with Roland before. She was in Independence Day. She was. Okay. And then I'm like, you fill it, you know, you throw in a few other like B-movie actors, you know, get a Dick Miller in there, get a Harry Dean Stanton, throw, you know, populate the town with with actors like that. 
oh yeah, a lot of really good like fading character actors. Yeah, it's gonna be then, a lot more fun. And then have some good like some. I mean, do kind of what like James Gunn then started doing, and so like people like that where they started putting in. You know, Tarantino did it too. Like started getting these like oh, these actors are like oh they were really cool for like the eighties or seventies, and then they kind of stopped being in stuff. You know. Robert Forster yeah. would have been great. Put him in there. He's you know. Oh, you know who'd be fun in this movie? Who? Fred Willard. Absolutely. He could have played a spider. I don't care. I'd watch Fred Willard <laughs> do fucking anything. Are you kidding me? But I, so on that Put him note, in any movie. I had a thought too of uh, the more comedic. If side. you do a hard comedy, make Fred Willard the mayor. <laughs> Please would watch that. Uh, comedic side. Uh huh. I think we just talked about him earlier, not on air, but Devin Sawa was kind of hot around this time. Devin Sawa. Sawa, whatever. I think it's Sawa. I've, ne- I've never heard it Sawa, but it could be. No, I believe you. Uh, I but think I, he could, I think he could, he would definitely fit in this. It's the problem is always, I've range. never, price range, yes. Just even at this point, he still wasn't reading as an adult. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you still just saw him as Casper the human ghost. Casper the human ghost. <laughs> I want you to break down those words you just said. Well, yeah, because at the end of Casper, he... You <laughs> he know, becomes a human? He's becomes a human for a second, but a, he's still a ghost. I'm a human ghost. Um, Devin Sawa or... Oh, I had another one. It was Oh, one who I think could play either, because at this point, he had only done a couple of like hard movies, but he'd done a few comedies. How do you like a Tom Jane? I love Tom Jane in anything and everything. Because he, you know, because he's got that that very, blah, 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 you know, but like, but, but this, I think it was this same year he did the sweetest thing, that comedy with Christina Applegate, yeah, and, and he works as a comedic actor. Yeah, but he could time pull it too, off. He'd have been in Arrested Development. Was this year or the next when he popped up in Arrested Development? As no, himself. he absolutely could have pulled this off. And I realized I'm like, this is just doing a funny version of The Mist, <laughs> which is a deadly serious movie. But no, I. But I'm like a Tom Jane could work, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone would have thought of him for that at this point. But Christian Slater, I really liked. Um, oh, who else did I? Th- I had another one. Shit. So if we want to go hard comedic like that line, yeah, yeah. I think um, Marlon Wayans could have pulled something something out of his head. You know, <laughs> he was pretty hot back then. Interesting. Interesting. That is what I'll say. Interesting. It's a very different movie. That's what I mean. It's going to be hard comedy. But Marlon Wayans fighting spiders is funny to me. That is pretty good. I do like that. Because then, Gia Joe, when was that? Because he played kind of an action star then. Oh, that wasn't until... Was that way deep into the 2010s? I mean, not, not way deep into the 2010s. I, I mean, that probably was like... I mean, probably was 2010. 2008, 2010, something like that. I think I was get, I think I was out of college by the time that came out. Oh, 20... 20 uh 2009 it looks like mm. so yeah splitting the difference right there right in the middle um i don't know i just think uh i'm not i'm not against it i'm not i'm considering it i was just I'm, thinking more comedic wise i'm considering the marlon wayans rolls into town to fight spiders movie and listen i ain't shaking my head <laughs> i ain't saying no because you could do a lot more of the jokes then if uh if you go that route it's a, it's it's a purely comedic tone but i'm not i'm not against it um, I also thought you could do like a Sean William Scott. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did something similar with then being in Evolution, which scratches a lot of the same itch, I'd say, of, yeah. of this movie a but, little bit. But he'd be the lead in this one. So, the yeah, no, no. It, it's definitely around his. Uh, yeah. 
His million Actually, views. speaking of, I did just watch a movie with him. I watched the The Wrath of Becky, the sequel to the Wrath Becky. Of... The, the fuck is Becky? You never heard of Becky, huh? No. <laughs> the banger with Kevin James playing a white supremacist. You've oh. never heard of that one. See, but I know it as the title of that movie to me is Kevin James is a white supremacist. Okay, yeah, I I forgot it had a real title. It does. Is Tom James in that? Who's the dad in that? No, no, uh, Sean William Scott's the antagonist in that one. In the second one. In the second one. No, but in the first, oh, the first one, one no, it's Joel McHale as the dad. Joel McHale, <laughs> you know, host of the soup. Joel McHale. He wasn't really in movies at that point. He wasn't you know, too, yeah. but. Trying to think who else in two thousand two. I know. I'm, also, just, I'm just trying to think of who was around. Because it's also like who would have had the sense of humor to take a big swing. If, if you, you know what I mean. If you really wanted to make this, like, oh, we're doing kind of a parody of movies like that. I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of who around that time was. He wasn't on the map yet, but someone like a Chris Evans would would have been great. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, think about him in like I'm, cellular. Well, I'm thinking of him. I'm going other way. I went hard comedic. Not. I'm thinking of him in like not another teen movie. Oh yeah, where he's playing. God, he's he's playing very it silly. So deadly serious, but it's so silly. Like he gets that tone. Yeah. I don't think he pulls off the serious version, but I think he pulls off the really silly version of this movie. By the way, I just saw that motherfucker was just on a P. Holmes podcast. You made it weird. Yeah. And I clicked on it on on YouTube because they did the full video version. It's just a Zoom call. That motherfucker still looks twenty five, uh, right? It just he will not age. It's infuriating, isn't it? How I press play on it, and I'm like, how does this motherfucker look younger? And like, it's he's not in a studio. He's done that. It's not a, It's him on a Zoom call. It's not flattering, in other words. It's him on a Zoom call in clearly like a back room near his backyard. Looks it, gorgeous. <laughs> he looks. It's infuriating. No, well, he's a true Adonis. It's yeah, uh, and he's got a messy bedhead. He's got glasses on. And I'm like, save some pussy for the rest of us, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wild. He's charming, <sighs> and he's even too. He's down kind of skinnier. He lost a lot of the Captain America bulk, and he's like a regular. Doesn't matter. Looks great. No, he he looks like he did in like not another teen movie. Like he looks that fucking age. Ugh. It's wild. How? I don't know. They guess I don't know. They got some sort of those Avengers got some sort of serum. <laughs> Something's going around. But anyway, things to think about. That's all about eight legged freaks, right? Yeah. Oh, that has to be. Yeah. Morally. <laughs> right. Morally, maybe legally. If I want to sleep tonight, then yeah, we, we gotta be to, this has to be yep. done. Yep, 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 yep. All right. I guess, well, how many did you look up? You just look up the one. I, I just look up, up the one. Ones. I didn't even look up that much, so. I did watch some videos on the um, uh, gargantuan tarantula. Oh, the bird-eater ones. The goliath tarantula. The goliath. goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying creatures. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't even make webs. They just hunt on the floor. like. <laughs> Not like well, you know, like the forest. No, they're just, floor. they're just big dogs. They're just they're out yeah. there. They're just hunting. When they just camouflage, they just stand still. That's what they do. They just stand still. Yeah. They're like gotcha. <laughs> and then uh, that mouse is dead. Well, let's talk about some spiders then. So, what was the one you looked up? Uh, I looked up orb weavers, which uh, play a role in the film. Yes, they're the ones that we see freaks. spinning people. Uh, the the one the type that Consuela is. Yes. Which they talk about how 
the males are small. They wrap up prey and then bring it to the female alive as a, a gift. Yeah, I guess. Or something. An offering. Is that I don't what they know. really do? Or is that I didn't see that, but I did see the females are three to four times larger. They're much bigger. And that's in boys. most cases when it comes to spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember yeah, because black widows, the the ones you think of like the black ones with the red marking, those are the females. The, the males are little and don't live very long. No. Because they mate with the women and then they eat them. Well, and that's you watch a- the same scarring video in middle school, right? Mrs. Cook show you the same horrifying I don't black. Know, probably we got needlessly scarred when we were. <laughs> um, but that's a very common thing in the spider world, is mm. the males will attempt to mate with females. Mm-hmm. If they're not feeling it, they'll just eat you. Munch, munch, munch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, won't you take me home tonight? <laughs> um. So these orb weavers, what what do you got? So Tell they're uh, worldwide. There's about three thousand species. Of that one type of spider? Yeah. Gross. That sucks. <laughs> I hate that. Sucks hard. Boy. I didn't think there were that many spiders, but 3,000 of that one, huh? Yeah. Mm, I sure hate that. I sure hate that sentence you said. Here's the good news, though. Only 180 live in the United States. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, so only 180 type of orb weavers. Only more types of spider can I imagine live here. <laughs> but that, I didn't have much else on them. I watched a few <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah, seriously, there wasn't much. I remember uh, uh, I watched a really interesting like PBS documentary once. It was really well done because they were investigating spiders and their crimes. No, they were, uh, but they were they were <laughs> they were researching spiders, but specifically the ones that you could get Spider-Man's powers from. Interesting. So they were going with like if you took one of Spider Man's powers and what what spider is that attributed to? What spider could that be from? Okay. Um and they had these really interesting ones, like the ones who like who have really like really thick webs and like put them in trees and literally catch small birds. And they're not even the the Goliath ones. Like I don't even know if they try to catch birds, but birds get stuck. But they they'll just coat trees. I did see that, yeah. I saw um some hummingbirds got caught. Yeah. They but just... they they just coat trees with it and like just and just catch everything. It's basically just like a filter for the wind, and they catch whatever's in it. Um, I, they talked about the Goliath ones because they're really strong because they're the size of a Yorkie. You know, they're <laughs> like a dinner plate. It's they're a big terrifying. old. God, I hate them. Uh, I'm not even a, I'm not even like an arachnophobe, and let's uh, I guess. A, but could you imagine? Oh, so let's just for a moment pretend yeah. we live in like Australia. Where this is common ground to just find, yeah, giant bugs in your home. Well, and I've just Australia, but like we, you and I also are spoiled because we live in the the northern United States where it's more temperate, where we have winter. We don't get a lot of the scary ones they get in the south. Even no. even just the south in the United States has like like and they got scorpions. A scorpion, a scorpion is a spider with a knife, and you can't convince me otherwise. That's exactly what it is. A knife and, and lobster hands. Exactly. I don't need that. I don't need this Godzilla shit in my life. I don't need that. Whatever this is, we got regular spiders up here. We got creepy crawlies, but the reg, the pretty, they're up here. It's pretty missionary as, as insects go. It's pretty vanilla, and I'll take it. It's not bad. None of our bugs are really poisonous up here. We don't really have that issue. I've up never, here. I've never had to put on a shoe and think to myself, "Is something going to bite me?" Yes. Yeah. No. I, I, we don't have that up here. 
I do have a like. Mm, there was a noise in the garage. Is that a possum? Yeah, like, that happens. <laughs> we get that. But they get that in the south too, though. So you know. I don't know. I'm just, they get the stuff that doesn't freeze to death. And frankly, they can keep it. <laughs> yes, please keep it down there, y'all. Um, with your peaches and beans. Oh, you perverts. Uh, oh, but one of the, the most interesting one they found on that, because I think they covered different types of jumping spiders. Because there's a lot of those. A lot of the little guys. Yes. Yeah, so and we talked about, we have jumping spiders here. Well, there's all of the same places. They, uh, they, they're little tiny guys. And they're oh, kind of cute. so small. I had one on they're my the, finger jumping them. On my, jumping between fingers. Yeah. It was adorable. They're the only spiders that I think are kind of cute. Yeah, because they're they're all they're bunched up. They're little guys. They're darting around. They look nervous. They do. You know, they they look very they're very wiry. They're like a little shaky dog. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're I don't know why I'm likening the spiders to dogs so much. It's upsetting, but and they do they do have one. They showed one in uh, in Spider Man, which I believe is a real one that it can actually it actually slingshots its web and then like can pull itself to stuff. That's amazing. Like kind of like they kind of reach out and they shoot a thing and then they can like pull themselves towards it. I don't know if they retract it back up in their butt or something, which what a sensation that would be. <laughs> Especially if Spider-Man did that to get around. <laughs> just out his ass. Yeah. <laughs> bah! Just ass webs. He swings in the air and just has to spread his legs. And um, But they found one. They were like, they're like, what about spider sense? Yeah, like, the 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 precognition. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, you know, all spiders, you know, one because they're web, you know, vibrations. They're very well, and all the hairs on their body. All the hairs, yeah, they're very attuned. They did find a specific spider that lived deep in caves that has no eyes, and spiders are known for being lousy with eyes. So many, just almost too many eyes. What do you do with all those eyes? More eyes than legs? Why? Why? Why are you doing that? You already got too many legs, and you're going to have more eyes? What is that Silly. with? What is with this insect? Let's break that down. Why do they have I so many of just, extra things? I don't know. Just spiders, cool it. Get rid of some legs. Get rid of some eyes. Get some goddamn teeth. Get some teeth. That's one thing I think we did figure out in this. Is- just look more like a guy. <laughs> this is what we're saying. But they found this spider. I think it was like completely hairless too. Real, real grossly. Yeah, real, real, real things made of nightmares. A real naked mole rat of a spider. Oh, yeah. And I'm everything sorry for you putting, said there. I yeah, hate. I know. Sorry for putting that visual not just in your head but into the world. Yeah, but it had no eyes, completely blind. But it was so aware of of vibrations of all kind. So they had it there. You know, it was on a wall, and then they just like tap a cave wall, and it spins and knows exactly where you are. And then, like, they were just, like, talking and stuff, too, and they could feel it moving. Like, it was just so attuned to, like, the change in air. So, like, this spider kind of has, like, this. <laughs> he just had to shake that one off. We're not even, like, arachnophobe guys. Like, I mean, you don't like spiders, I'm not right? a big fan. I mean, I don't love them. <laughs> could have fooled me. <laughs> but I found that one really interesting. And that it was, like, a little, it was, like, a half-hour PBS special. And they're, like, let's, what are Spider-Man's powers? Do they exist in spiders? And like they found like all of his powers. Listen, like, that's a very fun segment. So it was from PBS. That's really yeah. cool. And this, you know, this was maybe right after the, you know, the first one or something like that. It was around early two thousands, around this time, around Eight Legged Freaks time, is when I saw it. Um, but it was really interesting. It had me kind of captivated. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider Man has never sucked out anyone's insides. <laughs> Not in the comics. No, I, I mean he does. I never, he he's turned into Man Spider. That's true. His man spider done that. Yeah. I don't know if he sucked and he... Is he eating a guy? I don't know if he ate a guy. You get cured and you're like, Pete, you ate a guy. <laughs> Just so you know. Just need you to know you ate a guy. And it was 
It was tough to watch. You're supposed to be the hero of New York, but you you, uh, you drained a man. You liquefied his insides. So and drank him. Go tell that to the other Avengers. See what they think about that. But eating people. Luckily, the Hulk's in there doing a bunch of dirt too. So maybe they'll go easy on you. Do we? Should we talk about the brown recluse spider that I no. believe is around this area? No, I've never seen one. We can't. I'm never really. They're very sure what poisonous. They look like. they're, well, well, isn't it that they're? Doesn't like their venom like eat away at your skin and stuff too? Isn't there like isn't there's gross? Kind of like a like a is rattlesnake them, bite. Is that them or is it like a wolf spider? Because there's wolf spiders too. Mm. I might be done. I might be done talking about spiders. Actually, I may have outspidered myself. Now that I'm looking at them, I'm also done. yeah. <laughs> Once I was fathoming both brown recluse and wolf spiders, I I finished. I was done. I'm done talking about spiders. I don't want to. All right, Logan came, and now we're done with this. That's episode, not what I, I meant. <laughs> I did that way earlier. He shot a silk and that's it. I did that way, way earlier. When we were talking about, uh, insert joke. I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't have a callback. I didn't want to say scar joke. because That, that was been, the low hanging uh, fruit and uh, kind of uh, gross. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I then want to talk about Chris Evans. That would have been the joke. Well, huh. That's all I'll say about this episode. I think that's all, that's all you can say about this episode. Much like the movie, we really need to pick a lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. Are we a movie podcast? Are we a rambling podcast? Are we a research podcast? We've never really decided. I don't think we ever will. No. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Well, frankly, audience, this was a waste of your time and ours. <laughs> It's just not, don't feel bad, not just yours, don't ours worry. too, we're, certainly. We're also leaving being like, why did, I, why did I do this? Well, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to another episode of Quality Home Entertainment. That first word's going to get taken away from us. So soon. <laughs> this is just going to be home entertainment. Home entertainment, and that's just going to be home. <laughs> Can we just change it to a podcast that exists? Can we just can we just change the name of the show to that, and then just do whatever we want? And we're not lying. This podcast it exists. does exist. Uh, anyway, um, well, that wraps up our our summer series in fucking October. Uh, but classic, us. classic us dragging something out to way later than we said it was gonna go. Um, what are we gonna do next? I, I don't know what. Uh, what can know. we do? We got Halloween right around the corner. Yeah, it's getting into October, so Halloween's coming. We could do something with that. We haven't really planned. This is kind of the end of our plans, so we could. I don't know. We may- do you hear that? What? I thought I heard. No, there it was again. No, no. No, 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 no. This can't be. No, no, no. This, no, no, no. We, we, we don't do that anymore. We don't even... This isn't even the same show anymore. Th- no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We, the, we had a whole thing where we got dragged to a different dimension and stuff. That show doesn't exist here. Why is it coming for us? No. Why is it coming for us? No. <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank <laughs> you.